0: You're listening to The Big E Show. Find us on Spotify, where we upload episodes every Wednesday, breaking down the hottest topic in sports. Also, find us on YouTube. We can see film versions of those episodes. Lastly, check out our socials let us know what you think. Thank you for listening to The Big E Show. It is Wednesday. Back with another episode of The Big E Show. This is our first episode back. Very excited. A lot of talk about Super Wildcard Weekend. Was fabulous, as it always is. Talk about Lamar. Talk about what's going on with the Ravens. And talk about the, our, the divisional round coming up. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, Br- Brennan Escherman, the B-Man. Brennan
1: yeah how's it going it's amazing now that we're back
0: I can hear you now <laughs> <laughs> loud and clear <laughs> uh, I did not have his mic on previous a previous start but that's gonna make the blooper reel <laughs> I, 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 yeah
1: honestly we really should make a blooper reel I plan on doing it yeah that's definitely making the blooper reel
0: <laughs> I, I plan on doing it because like I had I was like it's he wasn't showing up on the screen and I was getting kind of nervous I was like where is he at? And I looked at my board here and... Uh, well, he Brennan came over and looked at the, um, my board. And I was and,
1: like, "Uh, you had the wrong mic on. <laughs> silly me. Which is funny because you were like, free as Actually, you pressed it. I looked
0: it. at it and I was like, wait, three... Oh, I had your volume up. I didn't have the, button, the mic on, so <laughs> that's silly me. <laughs> but Super Wild Card Weekend was amazing. I loved Truly watching. was wild. Absolutely wild. Yeah. Loved watching every single game. All right, so let's start with... First game, it was just 49ers. They beat the Seahawks. They handled business at home, 41-23. to 23. Now, um, my thoughts, our thoughts on this. Mm. Um, I thought Seahawks played very well in the first half. Oh, absolutely. Very well. Yeah. But um, they just they didn't really show up after halftime. Brock Purdy still lighting the league on fire. 18 for 30, 300 yards, yeah. three touchdowns, no picks. Just looking... Absolutely like a dog out there. (laughs) Same with the Caffrey, 15 carries, 119 yards, great addition for them. Yeah. What are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, this is looking like a very good team all around, especially offensively. Uh, And also, like, to take care of a divisional rival by such a margin. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I can't say I'm surprised. Mm -hmm. I kind of wish the Seahawks put up more of a fight just because, you know, I do like them a lot. Mm -hmm. But I feel like even – if they were pretty consistent it would still be in the 49ers favor anyway. So yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and you say talking about offensively, I I also look at the defense. The defense to Oh great. yeah. Um I don't know if they they shut them out of the half, but they definitely did a great job at limiting them. Absolutely. You know, um which is just great. I'm excited to see this defense. Mhm. Um and offense. This is a great 49ers Just team. this
1: team overall, it looks it, even better than the team that was in the Super Bowl a couple of years ago.
0: I was just about to say that. Yeah. I really think that they really do look better. Just all around. Absolutely. And, because, and like for an undrafted QB to come in and be so successful, you got to have a great team around them. Oh, yeah. I have a great team, great you know, players, coaches, all that. Mm. And that's what the 49ers have. Um, do you think Purdy can carry them all the way? All the way. Miracle
1: all the way is like a bit of a difficult, uh, question, you know, mm-hmm. to pass this next round, sure. Uh, you know, past the uh NFC championship, like the finals, yeah, maybe. The thing is, I think the AFC is a lot tougher, uh, than the NFC is, yes, and so I feel like no matter who represents the NFC, they're most likely not going to beat whoever wins the AFC. Mm -hmm. So all the way, probably not, but close, absolutely, yeah.
0: Very much, very much. As long as his team can carry him.
1: And honestly, like, there should be no reason why they can't. No reason. The 49ers are so well built, especially, like, on offense. I mean, defense too, but especially that offense where if one piece of the puzzle is missing, it's not working like it Mm -hmm. should, that the other guys can pick up the slack and they don't suffer too much from the one guy being a bit, you know, not productive or being injured or whatever.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It's I just, just, just fun watching this team. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait to see what happens with this team. Um, The next game was a truly amazing yeah. fashion. Jaguars' historic comeback being down 27 at nothing to nothing. There's about like two... Three minutes left at halftime. Yeah. 27-0. It looks like all hope is lost. But Trevor Lawrence and Dougie P dug themselves out of a hole to win the game 31 to 30. It this was so much fun to watch. It yeah. was so much fun to watch. But man, do I fear for Charger fans? All oh, absolutely. over social media. They are calling for Stanley, Staley to be fired. Fire everyone. Clear house. Move again. But only one—no, two people were fired. Mm-hmm. Not Staley. Joe Lombardi, offensive coordinator, and QB coach Shane Day were fired yesterday. Um, I think that was the right move. Oh, absolutely. Because people were calling for Staley to be fired. I like, mean, he's only been there two years. That's yeah. Let's not, not go crazy. Um, but uh, what are your thoughts about this game?
1: Yeah, uh, obviously, like, the biggest story is the fact that the Chargers— Completely choked. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, with the talent that they have, I know you said like they've been inconsistent, and that's true. But at the same time, like with the talent this team has, and no disrespect to the Jaguars, but they should not be blowing a twenty-seven nothing lead.
0: Oh, absolutely not.
1: They should have had this in the back. Now giving up a touchdown or two to the Jaguars in the end mm. absolutely makes sense. But again, they should have not have lost the way they did.
0: Never. They. It's it just. It, it, I feel. I just feel because I see. Derwin James talking to the um, uh, interviewers. Yeah. And I saw a post where they would talk, describe Justin Herbert and what happened after the game. And you <laughs> just feel. Player to play, you feel. Yeah. And, but, for, I'm so happy for the Jags, though. Oh, absolutely. It's just from going to be the la- the worst team ever with one of the worst head coaches sure. ever of all time. Yeah. To now. On and off the field. Facing the Chiefs. <laughs> The face the Chiefs in the divisional round is such a great accomplishment by this team. Absolutely. Great job by them. Yeah. How far can the Jags go?
1: See here's the thing. In our defunct episode, <laughs> <laughs> um I What said, episode?
0: I don't know what you're talking about.
1: We made picks and I said that the Chargers would win. Which like was reasonable but <laughs> I guess not I picked the Jag
0: so <laughs> yeah
1: honestly I'm this is like one of the few times where I'm like happy to be wrong yeah <laughs> but like it's just the, the way that it went down but anyways uh, I said that you know Jaguars they're going out in the first round see now I'm a bit more optimistic but then again it's the Chiefs it's the Chiefs and don't get me wrong I want the Chiefs to lose like really badly I do not <laughs> want them to win the Super Bowl I don't want them to be in the Super Bowl But it's just, it's hard. This is the ultimate underdog Mm -hmm. matchup right here. Like, much more than this was an underdog matchup. Oh, definitely. And I feel like if they could do this against the Chargers, now I know Chargers-Chiefs, different quality of a team. Mm -hmm. It's possible that they could beat the Chiefs. And I know we'll make our picks later, so Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get quite into that. But it's going to be interesting, to say the least.
0: Really interesting. You got the Chiefs playing ring around the Rosie a couple (laughs) weeks against the Raiders. Andy Reid and the Denny's menu of plays. <laughs> I, the Denny's I, menu. <laughs> it's hard to beat the Chiefs, man. The Chiefs. I've always said they know themselves very well, and that's a great thing for a team when you can know yourself, yeah. know your players inside and out. Very exciting to see, but I'm known, I'm I would never rule out an upset. Yeah. Because we saw it. I've learned last my year. lesson. <laughs> we saw an upset last year with the Bengals beating the Chiefs you know, in the championship game. So yeah. I, I'm not
1: ruling it out. The thing is, though, I don't see the Jaguars being like the Bengals of this or last year.
0: No, yeah. You,
1: so that's the thing. But again, that doesn't mean an upset's impossible.
0: No, no.
1: It's just less likely. But that makes it even better if it does happen. Mm-hmm.
0: The, the next game was uh, Sunday, first game on Sunday. The Bills, they hold off the Dolphins 34-31. to 31. Now they started strong, seventeen nothing, but turnovers mm. can be a real, real killer. And uh, Josh Allen, he did have a great productive day. Yeah, you know, three hundred yards, three touchdowns, but he got two picks, and the Bills had three turnovers in general. How? What are you? Is this a concern? Are you concerned, fan, seeing
1: this? I mean,
0: are you riding with Bills Mafia?
1: The thing is, like, the fact that the that Miami had their backup. Uh, Skyler Thompson. Thank you. I was thinking Thompson. I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the fact that they almost came back and won, like, that fact is pretty scary. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you got to remember, Miami is a divisional rival for the Bills. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, they're going to b- bring their A game, and they're going to be more motivated to win. It doesn't matter if they're down at the half. They can come back. Look at the Jaguars. That's right. You can come back at any time. No team, no matter how good you are, is immune from choking a lead and losing it. The Bills just got lucky and pulled oh, through yeah. in the end. So, definitely want to clean up the turnovers. Um, do I think it's going to be a recurring thing? I don't necessarily think so. I feel like it has been, though, throughout this season, though. True. But I feel like they'll be more motivated than ever to clean it up, and they'll finally figure it out. Uh but yeah, this is definitely the time you wanna do it. So I wouldn't press the panic button just yet. I mm. still really like the Bills chances. Uh, but yeah, definitely gonna be a difficult matchup against Cincinnati. Mm. And Cincinnati's defense knows how to force turnovers.
0: Yes. Um we've see I saw that as I was sitting, slowly sitting down in my seat, crying as I watched Sam <laughs> Hubbard run into the end zone. <laughs> And made me really sad, but we
1: will get to that later. You sound like like a Napoleon Dynamite character for some reason. <laughs> I did that and I watched it. I said, No, you look, do you, you ever hear of a Office Space? No. It's like, like some like obscure movie. I've never somewhat. seen the whole thing. but there's the one guy, he's like, There were squirrels and they were married. <laughs> you sound just like that. I sat down and I watched Hubbard run into the end zone. It was very, very upsetting. And it was really, really upsetting. <laughs> and I am a Ravens fan, even though I cursed him out every day
0: (laughs) oh shots fired
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's why i haven't picked a team yet
0: (laughs) well in the next game following that it was the giants upsetting the vikings to advance 31 to 24 danny dimes was diamonded all over the field against the vikings 300 yards two touchdowns no picks Saquon, Saquad was working those quads as he ran down the field past the Minnesota defense to score. Great, great game watching. I picked the Giants because I feel I'm confident in this team. Very confident. Danny Dimes goes off in his first ever playoff game. Woo! (laughs) What do you think? What are your thoughts?
1: No, the Giants are definitely a fun team to watch. I remember, I forget exactly which game. When I was a boy. (laughs) I forget which game it was. Was it? I really don't remember. It was like, but it was really early in the season yet. And obviously, like during the middle of the season, the Giants had some hardships. But like, I remember thinking they look a lot better than I thought they were going to be. They look fun. They actually look pretty capable. I didn't think they were going to win the division or anything. And honestly, I was kind of skeptical that they would even get into the playoffs. But here they are. Here they are. They beat the Vikings in the first round and a great win. But I feel like, not that it's undeserved. No. But at the same time, the Vikings definitely dug their own grave.
0: Yeah, I'm. so my question is, who do we blame for the Vikings? Who do you blame? Kevin O'Connell? Con, Con, Connell? Connell? Whatever.
1: I think it's O'Connell, but could be the wrong. The head
0: coach? Yeah. Wes Phillips? The OC? Kirk Cousins? Kirk O'Chain's? The, the, the defense? <laughs> who do you blame? Now, see, I see a lot of people blaming Kirk Cousins. So well, here's I, the thing. He's...
1: He's been the Vikings scapegoat ever since he's been in Minnesota. He,
0: it, and it is just making me mad. It just it, it really upsets me, though. It yeah. really honestly upsets me. Because he played it. They are like, why would you check it down? I'm like, he played a great game.
1: He checked it down a lot,
0: too. He, he checked it down the last play, which, okay. All right, I'll give him that. Maybe throw it up to Justin Jefferson. But besides that, he played a great game. Yeah. He's had productive seasons ever since he's been in Minnesota. This has got to stop.
1: Yeah.
0: It's got to stop. I will defend Kirk.
1: How did they They? Well, that was a bad stutter. <laughs> how, did they, how did they get so far Like consistently the past few years with Kirk at mm-hmm. the helm if he's such a screw-up that always cost them the game and stuff? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. How is he still here? That's the thing. Mm-hmm. It, it's not his fault. No. I don't know if it's necessarily head coach or OC, maybe a little bit of both. Yeah. But, yeah, play calling, especially on offense, was definitely questionable. Mm-hmm. And, you again, you can't pin it on the offense itself. He was productive. Yeah, he was productive. Jefferson was productive. They were all doing very well. Hawkinson. Uh,
0: so he making some plays.
1: Yeah. But, like, I don't necessarily think it's the defense either. Again, maybe a little bit, but I feel like head coach Rossi is definitely the person to definitely mm-hmm. point fingers at. And that's what it's always been for the Vikings mm-hmm. recently, no matter who has been in the coaching spot. Mm-hmm. They just, they always have this great talent, and then play calling murders them.
0: Yeah. I saw it sometime, some some previous years, especially last year. Yeah. But, um you know, I always thought the Vikings were a little bit inconsistent just because of, like, they were, they've were won close so many
1: games. In my mind, though, that's on coaching. I mean, obviously, there are some games where it was the players. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, it's chalk sounds that they just haven't had good luck with having good coaching.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I do think they—I do think— And
1: I'm not saying firing's the answer. No,
0: no, but, I mean, I get what you're saying.
1: Definitely need to work some things out there.
0: Mm-hmm. Jumping to the next game, the final game on Sunday night, the Ravens fall to the Bengals 24-17. So this game, man, it just...
1: Kids, get your popcorn ready.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to go off. It's just... (laughs) To to lose like this, to lose in this fashion, is just very, very disappointing. You know, to have a Madden-type play, 99 yards. Yeah is just so just disappointing. Um Huntley's goal line fumble led to uh, Sam Hubbard's score that that eventually won the Bengals the game. Mm-hmm. The, the most disappointing thing about this is the Ravens every game we've lost mm. outside of that last Bengals game and that one Browns game other all the, all the other games we had those games won. Yeah. And we had this game won. Yeah. That's the most disappointing part mm-hmm. it's because and, this, and for this game, I'm um, going to say lack of offense. Oh, yeah. And really lack of offense. And I know the defense earlier, it was because of the defense. Which but then was, the defense
1: really clutched up then.
0: Yeah, the defense became, you know, getting Roquan. Real they really got themselves together and just lack of offense. Um, and
1: that's what it's been throughout this season is just the offense just, it just gives up.
0: You know, this has probably been one of the most frustrating Ravens seasons that I can remember. It just was so frustrating because we were so close. We have the ability to beat. We have we beat the we beat the Bengals on Sunday. We did. We out. We had the outscored them. Besides that, t- that touchdown. We out yard them. Had more yards than them. Defense played well. They kept everything in front of them. But to lose like that mm. just it's just it's heartbreaking.
1: Yeah. It really is. I felt bad watching it. I remember watching that last pass go up and I held my breath. I wasn't sitting, I was standing. And as soon as I watched the ball fall, hands went up to the head mm. and I just said, Wow. Oh no.
0: And people were blaming like James Prochet. I saw people blaming I'm like, What what did he do? <laughs> I mean, it's a hard. It's just, and people are blaming Huntley, which you know, I I wouldn't, I don't want to blame Huntley.
1: That fumble was tough, you know.
0: Yeah, and that well, yeah, he should have went low. Yeah,
1: he should have went low. But there's been some times where you see the quarterbacks go high and it works out.
0: But like, Collinsworth said on the broadcast, he's too far out. He's like, yeah. he's like on the two. You really need to be like on the one. Yeah. To to be in that position, but it just was. It's so disappointing. Uh, yeah. J.K. Dobbins, he sounded it off after the end of the game. He talked. He said, uh, I'm a guy who feels like if I'm on the field all, all the time, I can help this team win. And I wasn't. It's the playoffs. Why am I not out there? 12 carries, it's the playoffs. I'm tired of, of holding that back. Huntley should have never been in that situation. Uh, I didn't get it single carry. I believe I would have put it in the end zone again. Uh, he also said if we had Lamar, we would have won too. Um, now, J.K. Dobbins, man, mm. yeah, I don't know why we didn't use him more. His total number were 13 carries, 68 yards. That was his, and that one touchdown. Yeah. Um, and it's just, it's just so frustrating with this, this play calling, which is, it has been all year. Mm-hmm. And I, I will get to a little bit of this later. Right. Um, The next, in the next segment. But and he also talked about if we had Lamar, we'd have won too. And that's a hard, someone asked me that today. And like, if you had Lamar, would you have won? I'm like, you know that's a hard thing. To say. I you, you want to say yes, yeah. But to me, I I just you never know with football. Yeah, and it's playoff football, so you never know. I don't wanna, exactly. I don't want to be one of those types of people who are like yeah, you're Lamar. You, we would have won. We would have yeah. We would have killed the Bengals. I'm like, I, see, maybe we would have. Yeah. But is it? But he would also have been playing on a on a bum knee.
1: Yeah, you don't want to do that.
0: And then the people from Fox are talking about oh he should have he should have went and played, and then yeah RG three. Coming into his defense because we've we seen RG3, he played with a, a bad yeah, knee. Yeah, he knows
1: a fan or two about knee injuries. And
0: his career was over. So yeah. I, I I don't know. Mm. But it's just disappointing that we didn't win. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just, uh, just disappointed and disappointed way to end the season. But at the same time, it's kind of glad it's over. Just because this is, I don't think the Ravens have ever been covered this much in the media. Ever.
1: It's really just been the past couple seasons.
0: Besides, like, with Ray and, like, the Ravens always been that team that, like, oh, they'll make the playoffs or the defense. And, yeah. But uh, we recovered a lot this year. Yeah. And it was it was kind of exhausting, to be honest. Yeah. So w- what are your thoughts?
1: Sometimes it hurts to be right. <laughs> it, I'd pick the Bengals for this. Just because I saw it coming. Not yeah. in, not playing out the way it did, but I just didn't think they had a chance. And it wasn't necessarily on Huntley, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying if they, they would have won with Lamar, like you said, anything can happen. Mm-hmm. But chances would have definitely been higher with Lamar, if he was healthy. Yes. But, yeah, uh, Bengals, the thing is the Bengals almost lost it. They really did. Yeah. You're exactly I, right.
0: I thought the I thought the Ravens' defense played really well.
1: And I don't know if that's a well. It's obviously a compliment to the Ravens' mm-hmm. defense, especially. But I don't know if that's an insult to the Bengals or if that's just because, like I said, with like the ball, Buffalo Miami game, mm-hmm. it's just because it's a divisional rivalry, so it's a bit more competitive. Because mm-hmm. now they're taking on Buffalo, mm-hmm. and that's not. It's a little bit of a rivalry, but not really. It's really just because they have a little bit of history with like the last couple playoffs and stuff. Yeah, Uh, Buffalo and Chiefs would be more of a rivalry, Uh, but yeah. So it's kind of hard to see for the Bengals what this win means because you know a win's a win, but obviously, are they back to that Super Bowl caliber team that they were last year? Time will tell, but for the Ravens, you have a lot of questions you need to answer.
0: Mm-hmm. And for the Bengals, they also have some of their, their offensive line, mm. like that, like the whole right side's out. Now they got their left tackle that's out. Yeah. So very interesting to see.
1: It's gonna be like Joe Burrow a couple years ago, mm-hmm. <laughs> where he just got clocked left and right. Oh man. And everyone clowned on him. Remember when you used to dislike him, Jerry, <laughs> and now you're hyped on him? Uh, yeah, you Jerry. <laughs> I really hope there's a Jerry that comments below. Like, what do you have against me?
0: In the final game of Super Wildcard Weekend, Cowboys, they roll in the Tampa and they take down the, the Buccaneers. I'm
1: a bit more smug about being right about this one. I'm not gonna lie. D-
0: Dak goes off um, in his first playoff road victory. He has played on the road before, but they lost back in 2018 to the Rams. Um 304, 305 yards, four touchdowns. One rushing touchdown, so five total. Um, just, man, I, I, was, I was a bit surprised, but at the same time, you know, their Buccaneers offensive struggles carried into the postseason. Yeah. Just, I mean, my argument was this team has won the Super Bowl, They've been, you know, not just Tom, but these players have been in the Super Bowl. They know what it takes to win a Super Bowl, but they just it didn't show up. Shut out in the first half, only scoring like late in the third, late in the fourth. Just very, you know, I don't know. I just.
1: Well, you know, the Cowboys are inconsistent. That's probably going to be their downfall.
0: <laughs> well, I thought that I thought it was it's not yeah. a
1: Tampa Bay was inconsistent.
0: I, well, the way Dallas played the week before, it was like, oh. You know what? What? What do we want to expect? What do we expect here? Yeah. But they definitely showed up on the road. Um, it's just you know, this Cowboys team. It, def- defense looks solid. Yeah. But is that more on the Bucks side because the you know the Bucks I heard the Bucks are expected to fire their offensive coordinator Byron mm. Leftwich, um, and then Tom is free agent now. Yep. What is
1: he going to do? He's going to retire. And then a month later, or two months later, he's going to say, just kidding, I'm back.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if he's going to retire again.
1: Yeah, At I least don't not know. this
0: year. We'll eh, see.
1: Maybe. He's, he went for a lot this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this Dallas Cowboy win?
1: Yeah, I mean, defense and offense. Well, Dak for the offense was really the biggest story. Dak was cooking. And then defense, obviously. I do like the Cowboys defense a lot. Definitely not the best in the league. Probably not even the best in the playoffs, but still really good. Mm-hmm. And they came to play and showed why they are, why they belong in the playoffs. They are who they are. They are who they are.
0: They are who we thought they were. So that wraps up our super... Them boys. <laughs> that wraps up our super wild card weekend recap. In the next segment, we're gonna talk about a certain article. Written by someone from the Baltimore Sun. And we're talking about the uh, some Aaron Rodgers, some things came out about him. And we're going to talk about uh, Joey Bosa and how he feels.
1: The eliminated Bosa brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: how he feels against the refs. All that and more on the Big East show. <laughs> Welcome back. This is the Big E Show. Last segment, talk about Super Wildcard Weekend, and this one, we're talk about some of uh, the latest NFL news, what's going around in the league. Um, so, Mike Preston, I listen to him a lot on One Five Seven, the fan. Love that Baltimore sports station. He's a fan of the fan. Uh, that's right. Um, and he came out with an article, and this article talks about. How the Ravens should trade Lamar and move away from this offense. Now, he he claims that the Ravens proved that they can go toe to toe with one of the top teams in the AFC, and we did. I'll give him that we did. Now, I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna talk about why this isn't uh, such a bad thing for the Ravens. Now the now Lamar wants guaranteed money. We all know that. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you to the boys up in Cleveland for that. You guys are awesome up in there. <laughs> Um, but he wants the guaranteed money, but it's hard because his fight really isn't as strong anymore, right? Because of he's been out the back half of the past two seasons, and it's just it's frustrating that he he's not on the field, yeah. And it's also frustrating. And I know people are want Greg Roman gone, and so do I, but it's also I'm I'm sitting there. The Ravens talk to the media tomorrow at two thirty. Mm. I'm interested to see what they say. He may be fired tomorrow, but if he's not, I mean. Here's the reasons why he wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. It's Because it's the offense is designed around Lamar. Yeah. And I, I my, me, I, I think we are going to keep him. But trade him wouldn't be bad because right. we would get so much in return. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We get so much in return. And that just, it's just hard because, you know, you love the player. He's just so much for the city, mm-hmm. for the team. Um, but it's just like, you know, can he stay healthy? You know, how much is this going to happen again?
1: And as I sent you earlier, Ravens don't know what the word healthy means. No, they do not. Not just Lamar, the entire team does not know what healthy means.
0: And it's just interesting to see what will play out. I mean, I wouldn't be mad with either, but if they do sign him, how much is it going to be? Is it going to take up, you know, all the money that's there?
1: Hopefully not. You should understand that there's some key free agents that they need to sign Mm -hmm. yet.
0: Um, and then they already signed Ro- Roquan. Great signing. Absolutely. But what are you? What are your thoughts on this article?
1: Yeah, see, I mean, obviously, I'm not as educated about the Ravens' situation and just how the team runs as you are, or mm-hmm. many other people that may be watching or just or listening or listening. Uh, see, I'm kind of back and forth on it, like you are. I'm leaning more towards keep Lamar, but maybe fire. Roman.
0: Oh yeah, that's what I. That's what ultimately. That's what I want.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's the best case because we know Lamar can slain it. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Obviously, he's really great at running. He's talented and stuff, but he can also slain it, and he's, you know, he he's a dual threat quarterback. So they really don't need a run prioritizing, uh, offensive coordinator, because he can do it all. Hmm. And it's a big glaring concern that the Ravens need wide receivers.
0: And, you know, I was watching Rashad Bateman highlights yesterday. Yeah, and it's so frustrating. I was I was mad watching it because Rashad was making some really great plays. Mm-hmm. Him and Lamar were making great plays. Yeah, and it's just frustrating to see you know him get hurt, Lamar get hurt, and then we just kind of like just just go into this like weird play calling. Yeah, like in the the Bengals game, they had like Mark Andrews line up in the backfield.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I was like, that ah, was weird. I was like,
0: all right, now, um, uh, all right. Um, yeah. He got the first down, so. But it just, I just think we need, we, because the thing for me is this worked his first year, mm. but because no one saw it. Yeah. No one's, you know, seen Lamar in this offense. But now that he's been in this offense for a few years, everyone picked it up. Yeah. And defensive. Defenses know what it is, Mm -hmm. I think. Um, But, I mean, you can argue that we were scoring a lot of points when Lamar was playing. Oh, yeah. But it's just, you know.
1: I feel like things shifted over the season. It kind of, like, flipped, where the mm -hmm. defense started off pretty, uh, and the offense started out great. And as the season went on, the offense declined, and then the uh, defense definitely got much better.
0: Yeah, it, it that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Start from that, that Panthers game that I went to, defense played really well, and then the offense for like a few straight games, like three straight games just didn't show up. Yeah. Wasn't there.
1: They got a lot of, you don't want to call it lucky wins because that stretch was a bunch of teams they should have like clearly beat, mm-hmm. but the fact that they barely squeaked by on points, just switch. it's kind of a lucky win.
0: That's why it's like, you know, that's why it's like maybe Greg Roman should go.
1: I think he should. Oh, no, I think he definitely should. But Mm. keep Lamar, especially since this quarterback market this year, is really, like, it's not that good. But the draft is pretty good. Oh, yeah, the draft is. But I feel like there's a little bit more risk. But, I mean, it depends on, like, let's just say Lamar and Roman go. Then you can get a nice, good offensive coordinator who's a bit more Mm well-rounded and... Then you can get a better scheme and then you can get some help, be it with whatever draft picks you might get from uh Lamar being traded in this scenario. Mm. Or if you pick up some at a free agency, yeah, and you can get that rookie quarterback some good help. Plus, so it like, could go well there.
0: Bring in D hop. Yeah. I would love
1: That'd that. That'd be great. But yeah. uh yeah. At this point, it's hard to tell, but like I like we both kind of agreed the best case scenario seems to be keep Lamar, mm-hmm. hopefully with some money left over. Yes. And then get rid of Roman and get someone that's a bit more, uh has a bit more variety in his play calling and everything and not just run the ball and make Lamar and all the running backs injure themselves constantly.
0: Because mm-hmm. looking at the free agents for this year for the Ravens, um some of the notable players um, – for me, this is what I uh, go through. Marcus Peters is yep. one of them. Um, it's just I w- I want to keep him, and the reasons why I want I don't think they will, but the reasons why I would keep him is because he brings a great energy to oh, the yeah. defense. Aggressive, you know, fast, you know. Not he's not he like doesn't back down. He's not right. afraid, and I love that. He's one of the best
1: yeah. corners in the game today. Mm-hmm. and then Justin Houston. Oh, de- I, definitely keep him in I, my mind.
0: I think, you know, he brings a... He is 34, Yeah, but he definitely, it'd be cool. You
1: don't have to sign him long-term.
0: No, but he definitely adds something to being a great, um, like a decent pass rusher. Yeah. Uh, Kyle Fuller, because I we haven't seen him. He was a good corner. Yeah. He got hurt, but so I'm really excited to see him. I don't know. If they keep him. Yeah, if they keep him, but, you know, that's just me. And obviously Lamar, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Um, JPP, I think he would add some like these, like maybe small deals. Yeah, because he, him in
1: Houston getting like a smaller deal.
0: Yeah, we'd love to see uh, Josh Oliver stay. I thought he made some great uh, contributions in some games this past year. Absolutely. Um, I would love to see Kenyon Drake stay, but I don't think he will. I think he made some great plays. I think some team will pick him up. Demarcus robinson the only thing with robinson for me is he caught he had some turnovers that really cost us some plays and games yeah that's the only thing about me is just you know he also did make a great play um against Eli apple the other night so interesting to see
1: if they keep him it's probably going to be a small deal
0: yeah um because we are looking for that top market receiver yeah um tyler huntley backup QB um it, it it's depend this is this depends on if they Keep Roman. They keep a sure. fire move Roman. So um, I don't know. I don't know about that. I would like to keep him, but I don't know. Yeah. No. Yeah, I would like to keep him and keep him as yeah. a backup. He knows. Yeah, I keep him as a backup. Makes sense. And then the uh, Geno Stone. He played a little some solid football. Uh, Justice Hill looked pretty good, and uh, Nick Moore uh, and also Ben Powers. Yeah. Ben Ben Powers a key. Like Person on that offensive line, so those are just some players that I really think you know they should keep and look at. Yeah, but you know, it's it's all going to depend on this Lamar thing. Yeah. So the next thing I'm going to talk about. So Aaron Rodgers went on to a show we very much admire, Mm -hmm. the Pat McAfee show. (laughs) We love that show. Yeah, definitely, definitely not my inspiration. Maybe it is. We'll see. Uh, they came out and talked about that he can still play at a high level, still play at MVP level, but doesn't want to go through the rebuild. Now, a former player, um, you may have heard of him, uh, Gronk, came out and he came out and talked about this.
1: Oh, that guy from the USAA commercials. That's
0: right. Yeah. yeah. Isn't he on Subway too?
1: Yeah, I think so. Uh,
0: he came out. He said, "Bro, why are you thinking MVP Super Bowls?" are five times greater than MVP award. It should be Super Bowls. You should never be thinking the MVP. And I, I I am, I'm staying with Gronk here. Yeah. I agree with him 100%.
1: Yeah, honestly, like, he makes a great point. <laughs> great point. Yeah. Uh, Super Bowls are definitely a lot more of a boost to your resume mm-hmm. than MVP. Like, not that MVP is obviously bad. No,
0: but if you look in the past, the last, uh, last uh, player to win MVP... Win MVP, win the Super Bowl, um, is um, uh, Kurt Warner back in yeah. 2001. Yeah. No, 1999. Yeah. 1999. So, it just, that says a lot. Yeah, I'm just thinking about it, yeah. hmm So. Um,
1: and he only has one Super Bowl, correct? Mm-hmm. So, like, that's definitely something he really needs to add more to his trophy case because time is running out for him.
0: You know, I was I remember watching the uh, Tom versus Time uh, thing, a series on Facebook. Yeah. And they it was back during the 2017 season. He played mm-hmm. the Eagles and lost in the Super Bowl. He ha- he won the MVP that year. Tom did. And I remember they asked him, the producer or someone asked him, like, how do you feel about getting MVP? He's like, it's all right. Yeah. And they talked about getting winning a Super Bowl. Super Bowl is better than MVP. So I mean, we don't know who the better quarterback here is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I,
1: obviously I, Russell Wilson.
0: <laughs> um, I'm, I'm with Gronk on this one. I agree. And so, for a final thing for this segment, we're gonna talk about Joey Bosa. Joey Bosa came out. He talked about the re- refereeing. If you didn't watch the game, he had some, he got some foul, or some some penalties called on him, and then he said something, and then he got more penalties called on him. <laughs> Wasn't happy with it. He said, "If I say something to them, I get forty. Okay, fine, but if they blow a call that ruins an entire team season, and he went on and said they're probably back in the locker room after that game, for like, ha I got that, explicitive, can't say it here.
1: You can uh, say a, the censored version. A hole. There you go.
0: Yeah. <gasps> oh. <laughs> um, and you know he wants refs to be more accountable, and I I do as well. I think refs do need to be more accountable, but it's also... It's, it's, He's
1: acting like this is just a football fan, like this is every sport, man.
0: Yeah, that also is true. I mean, it's just... I, You know, something? I remember um, back in senior year in high school. Yeah. <clears throat> so I used to be a part of um, this basketball league mm-hmm. that one of my coaches ran. Um, this was this was like third graders. <laughs> third graders. Yeah. I used to keep score for them. <clears throat> like on Saturdays, they play... It's great to get free food. Yeah, I, I made some money during that time. Yeah, it's And awesome. so, um, and I remember these parents, they were getting real upset with the refs. Oh, I mean,
1: you should see little league baseball games, man.
0: Man, like it's just like um, one of the um, <clears throat> one of the referees. I knew, I think I knew all the referees. Good friends of mine. Mm. It was my friend's at the time, dad. Mm. Real cool, real cool guy. Real chill. Yeah. He's like he's like I don't care. I don't give I don't I don't care, you know. He used to be, and um he used to be like the parents would come up to him be all upset. He'd be like, "Man, you can go sit down or something." It's <laughs> cool. But it's just, you know, like you go back to your point. This is a problem everywhere. Yeah. Refs refs do have a hard job.
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: Now, are there some obvious calls that we've seen this year and, like, you know, the roughing the passer stuff? I know a lot of people are upset about that. I mean, mm. I am, too, because there's some plays that's like, oh, this is football. You know, he, he can be hits like everyone else. and, and But they're, it, it, it's it's hard for you to
1: ref. Yeah, it is. You know, and we're all human, too, so we're definitely going to make mistakes. But this is, like, the always, like, the argument or whatever, my, mm-hmm. my point of view, is that, it's one thing if you consistently make mistakes as a ref and you own up for it. Yeah. It's like, obviously you can't reverse your decision unless, like, the play gets reviewed, if it can be reviewed. Uh, you can own up to it and say, I'm sorry, I messed up. I'm going to work on it and make sure that I do better for next game.
0: Do you better for next game?
1: And then there's guys that are like, oh, it's not my problem. Like, oh... It's just your issue. You shouldn't have committed that penalty even though yeah. it wasn't actually a penalty. Makes sense. So like if you mess up but you try your best and you apologize for like the crucial penalties, mm-hmm. then like that's all right. Just work on it. You'll get the call correct next time. You know you know now. But if you make excuses or you think you're high and mighty, you let pride get in the way mm-hmm. and you you know, like Bosa says, just laugh it off and just, like, I don't care. Then you're a problem. Do you think
0: referees do that? Do you think referees are in the back laughing?
1: I don't know. Like
0: Maybe not, like, high official referees. Yeah. Because, like...
1: I mean, I don't think they're like, ha, screwed him out of a season. Let's God, go.
0: I got the over.
1: Yeah, but, like, they made... I could see them being like, he can yap all he wants. Yeah. I don't care. But, like, not like, oh, huh. like... Oh, we place bets on this guy. Yeah, like,
0: I feel like that's like a that's a hard accus- accusation to make. Yeah, you know? but
1: but like and maybe he didn't mean it literally. Yeah. But like cuz like sometimes I could understand as a player it may seem like they're out to get you and it seems like they don't care about you sometimes based on like if they frequently make bad calls against you. Cuz I've been to plenty of games where it seems lopsided like I always make jokes about like, "Oh, this team paid the refs." Like well, everyone, I. <laughs> I mean, everyone does that. But like, <laughs> I
0: remember going to the uh, Barnstormers game last semester. Yeah. And at the end of the game, you was like, you was all upset.
1: The really, really, the only reason well, that I was you, you, is you, because that he was my relative. Yeah. I, I was like, I, I wouldn't have cared that much. If, I
0: was in shock. I, I was, I was shook up. Dude,
1: was, you'd hate, you'd hate me watching hockey. I was I'm shooken, worse than ho- was, hockey games.
0: I was shook. I was shaking
1: up. Actually, the funny thing is, I was at a Hershey Bears game. If anyone knows the Hershey Bears, very great AHL franchise. Uh, but I was at a Bears game this past weekend, and it was Chicago Bear. N- I just said Hershey dog. Hershey dog. <laughs> Coming this summer. No, Hershey no, dog. no, 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 no. Right. But anyways, uh, and there was like some bad calls. But uh,
0: how bad? Are we talking?
1: So an interference penalty is, you know, when you interfere with the play. But this guy skated past the other guy and didn't even touch him, and he got put in the penalty box for interference. I'm on the ref side. <laughs> but the Bears won that game anyway, so it worked out. That's good. All right, back to our third segment. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Come
0: on. All right, coming up, uh, we're going to go through our divisional round matchups to make our picks um, and stay tuned, um, to see what we think. Got some, uh, i got some interesting, uh, just, can you knock it off? Uh, <laughs> uh, all that on the Big E Show. Back here with segment three, um, division round of the NFL playoffs. It is the most wonderful time of the year. First game, Saturday, January 21st. The Jaguars are entering loud and proud Arrowhead Stadium as the Chiefs fans will ba- gather to watch them hopefully bring home another trophy. Uh, but they got to get to the Jags first. Now, this is a rematch, Week 10 rematch. Yep. The Jags lost. The Chiefs won 27 17. Now, Now, I I, I love the Jags. Yeah. I'm very excited for them. Couldn't be happier. Yeah. Couldn't be happier. But, Chiefs, man. Chiefs, man? Ring around the road to give me the Chiefs for this one. You know. Oh, we both, by the way, we went 4-2. We both went 4-2 in picks.
1: Yeah. You know, uh, last week, I made a severe lapse in my judgment. And I wrote the Jaguars off. I said that the Chiefs, not the Chiefs, the Chargers would beat them, and they lost. Mm-hmm. So this week,
0: are you picking the Jags?
1: I'm going to continue to write the Jaguars off. I'm going with the Chiefs. <laughs>
0: I was about to say, I was like, where is this going? Is he going to do? A yeah, cross- no, no. Nah.
1: Is, is he going to do a cross up on me? Oh, oh no. I'm going to put Argos mask on, and I'm going to put the TCU hat, even though TCU got steamrolled.
0: Absolutely steamrolled.
1: And I don't think. Jaguars are going to get steamrolled, but I don't think it's going to be pretty at the same time.
0: Uh, I think Jag will fight.
1: Well, yeah, fight, but I feel like they're either going to start strong and not utterly collapse, or yeah. they're going to utterly collapse at the beginning, but then like try to mount a comeback, but then this time not be able to pull it off.
0: Interesting to see.
1: <coughs> but yeah, Chiefs it's, all the way.
0: That's at 4-3. Uh, late The second game is at uh, 8-15. Uh, on Fox, division rematch. Um, I think it's on Fox. And just making sure, the, the division rematch. And Giants are headed to Philly, the hostile territory, which is Philadelphia Lincoln Financial Field. Um, Eagles swept them in the regular season. Now, uh, um, uh, <laughs> I'm loving this Giants team. I'm Loving this Giant Brian Brian Dable. <laughs> making making waves up there in New York. Um I'm taking the Giants. I got to, man. I I, I know I've been big on the Eagles this year, but the Giants they're hot. And I feel like if they can force some turnovers, um <laughs> they can force some turnovers, I think they will win.
1: You know what, Ethan? The Giants are hot. They're very hot. Their offense I'm going to be honest with you, uh Danny Dimes, Danny as you Dimes. like to call him. Danny Dimes. He actually really like, impressed me this past game.
0: He's impressed me all season.
1: For me, like, I don't know. I'm still not quite sold on him, but this past game, he really impressed me. And obviously, like their wide receiving core is actually pretty decent. Defense, really solid. They're they're hot. But they're not as hot as a Philadelphia Chiefs Say, give me the Eagles! <laughs> I'm rocking with Philly, Philadelphia Freedom, Screaming Eagle, Philadelphia is winning this one, but it's going to be close.
0: It is going to be close. It's going to be a great matchup. Might be
1: like a field goal kick at the end. It
0: it might be. It's a great divisional matchups are so much fun. Oh, absolutely.
1: And like, this is like a pretty bitter rivalry. Game of inches. So yeah, I definitely, this is probably going to be the most fun game of the week. Maybe.
0: Maybe. But on the next day, Sunday, January twenty second, first game, we got the Bengals going up to Bills Mafia. Um, now, now this is somewhat a rematch, going back to that Monday game that was canceled mm-hmm. um, because of that, you know, injury to Demar. But well, why do
1: we have to do a coin toss? Yeah, that was that was
0: so upsetting. Imagine, you know, they didn't get the coin toss; they played in Baltimore. Yeah. A different story, maybe. But that's neither here nor there. Um, I'm taking the the Bills because just really because of like home field advantage. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Home field advantage is huge. Yeah. And the Bengals, man, the Bengals.
1: Bengals, man.
0: (laughs) They just, it's just interesting to see, you know, I feel like the the Bills would take a lot from the Ravens tape. Yeah. And how they really kind of kept everything in front of them. And Joe Burrow, you know, it's like 200 yards. Mm. You know, they, they took away the over-the-top plays. I think the the Bills will take a lot from the Ravens tape. So absolutely. I'm the Bills.
1: The only concern that I have for the Bills is that they just need to clean up their turnovers. Uh, and like yeah. I said, Cincy is good at forcing turnovers, but I still think it's not going to stop the Bills. I'm going with the Bills. Taking the Bills? Yeah, absolutely. I'm really high on the Bills. Um, so, yeah.
0: The Bills, the B man, is taking the Bills.
1: Bills, B? <gasps>
0: <gasps> very, very hilarious. <laughs> the next game, the final game of the divisional round, is the Cowboys at the 49ers. This is the ninth time meeting ever in the postseason. Um, very exciting um, to, for this matchup mm. because the Cowboys, if they can play like they did on Monday, Interesting interesting to see, but the 49ers are red hot right now. Absolutely. Probably the hottest team in football. Got to be the hottest team in football. Maybe, yeah. Um, So I, I, I'm thinking the Niners. They're home. They're hot. They, they're rolling. It, it, plus, I keep saying this, what Dallas team will show up. Yeah. You know, I know. I said it last week. They showed They showed up. Or they show up again this week.
1: Yeah. Uh, this game was definitely the hardest to pick for me. Like, I knew the the rest of them like no-brainer. But this one I definitely went back and forth a little bit on. Mm-hmm. But it's safe to say, even though I picked the Eagles, and the Cowboys and the Eagles are sworn enemies, it has nothing to do with what I'm about to say. Because I'm picking the 49ers. I'm rocking with the Bay Area.
0: You're taking the Red Hot Niners?
1: Red Hot Niners and Hot, Tamale Niners.
0: 49ers. Mark it on the sheet.
1: Yeah, but they just they look much better. They
0: do. So that will call it for this episode. Packed show as always. Thank you for listening. We talked about the Super Wild Card Weekend. Never get the visual round. Talked about the hottest stories in sports. All that. For football. Well, for football, yeah, for football. But
1: we apologize basketball and hockey fans, especially you hockey fans. Oh, no,
0: they will get their love. They'll get their love um once Super Bowl
1: I is, will make sure of it. Is, <laughs>
0: uh <clears throat> Well, that's all that's all for the biggie show. Thank you for listening and watching. Um follow follow us on our socials. Uh check us out. Um Yeah. Yeah. Anything last words, B man?
1: Enjoy football this weekend. It's going to be a great weekend. Have
0: a great weekend. Um, this has been The Big e Show.